Hi, all you hungry people out there. Welcome to Hungry Cat Daily with Nick and Lance, the podcast where we'll be recapping every Garfield comic from A to Z. My name is Nick Ramirez, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Lance Kilstrap. Good evening, Lance, and what can I tell you? Get ready for cats! <laughs> and that's a new addition to the show. Kath is, is Lance's uh, catchphrase at the beginning of the show. But uh, yeah, we're joined today with uh, Kath Barbadoro, stand-up comedian and podcaster. Uh, we didn't ask you how you wanted to be introduced, but... <laughs> You nailed it. That's great. You pr- what, you what? pronounced my last name right. You said the things I do. Couldn't couldn't ask for more. I uh, oh, I forgot the name of your podcast though. I'm I have two. Uh, what a time to be alive and uh, lie, cheat, and steal. Those are my two podcasts. Lie, cheat, and steal. Because you're you're a wrestling fan, but lie, cheat, and steal is not about wrestling, right? It's- it is not. Sadly, uh, it is not. Um, uh, a podcast about uh, the dearly departed uh, Eddie, sadly. Um, no, it's a true crime podcast about cons and uh, frauds and liars and stuff like that. So we have done some episodes about wrestling, but it is not a wrestling podcast. Because there are a lot of those types of people in rest in the wrestling world. Oh yeah, cons. We did we did a, a Montreal Screwjob episode. Um, we did an episode about this Japanese wrestler Antonio Inoki who fought Muhammad Ali and it like completely, it was just a clusterfuck and they both made a ton of money. Um, and I think I'm going to do one soon about uh, just the life of Jeff Jarrett, like one of the biggest <laughs> carnies in wrestling history. Um, so yeah, he's, there's a little crossover. Is he still selling gold or is that, was, is that over? That's a good question. I, I think he is still selling gold because for a while he was selling um, like, trips to wrestling fans that he would like take them to Japan or something to like go watch wrestling. And obviously with COVID, he can't do that anymore. So I think he's, I think he's pivoted a hundred percent to selling gold. <laughs> well, Lance, you don't know anything about what we're talking about this early. <laughs> Nick has been so excited to have you on because he wanted to talk about wrestling. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like- I haven't really been watching it lately. Cause it's so weird now. Like, but it's, are you going to watch a Royal Rumble tonight? I don't know when this is coming yeah. out. I apologize if it's old. It, it'll be, yeah, come out tomorrow. So yeah, I'll, I'll have watched the Royal Rumble by the time the people are listening to this. Yeah, that's the only, I, I haven't watched any WWE in the last few, probably years really. But uh, yeah, I'm ex- I always get excited for the Rumble. That's, this is like the one time a year. I also stopped watching WWE because uh, they're like just cartoonishly evil at this point. <laughs> like Lance, I know you don't know about this, but uh, this company is doing shows in Saudi Arabia currently. Oh, for like wow. millions of dollars. It's, they're so unbelievably awful. Um, they're forcing their workers to get COVID. Like it's, it's bad. But anyway, I haven't watched WWE forever. But the one thing that like actually tempts me to go back is uh, the Rumble every year. It's it's so much fun. And uh, again, this year, really probably the most super spreadery type of wrestling match you could possibly have, I think. Because it's just true. the most people in the ring at the same time as possible. I guess maybe like a standard battle royale would be mm. worse because then you start out with everybody in the ring all at once. Whereas That's the true. Rumble yeah. gets spread out a little bit. <laughs> Sorry to nitpick your joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I hadn't thought of that. Uh, it could it could always be worse. The motto of the WWE. Absolutely. <laughs> um, 
Well, Lance, we uh, we didn't bring Kath here to talk about wrestling. We brought her here to talk about Garfield for some reason. Darn. <laughs> that. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you did you ever read the Garfield comic strip when you were growing up, or or now? Are you a weirdo that still reads Garfield every day? <laughs> um. Was never never particularly drawn to the Garfield strip. However, I did watch the cartoon occasionally when I was a kid. The animated mm-hmm. Garfield series. Um, don't remember anything about it. Uh, feel like it is like intentionally designed to be unmemorable. Garfield <laughs> um, beyond the the basic facts of of Garfield, who I, at this point is like a a cultural myth more than he's a. <laughs> A, a comic book character he's a he's an archetype um but yeah can't you know i know i know the basics monday is lasagna john you know you know anything about he's nap always, attacks nap attacks um i could i can infer uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that a, a fat cat that eats lasagna would suffer from those um we recently learned that like this was a catchphrase that they tried to push early on in Garfield was nap attack nap attack. And it, it fell by the wayside. It didn't. I think so, but I don't know. We tried to Google it and it seems like maybe some people still do consider nap attack to be a Garfield thing, but are you, so you're going through all of the comics chronologically, correct? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So you're really getting the full like origin story. Um, you know, all yeah. the lore. Garfield yeah. year one, year one. I don't know if we'll ever make it out of the first year of Garfield <laughs> because of how slow we're going. There is what are we like five s- months in? I think we're like into month five of Garfield. We're into like month seven or eight of the pot. Yeah. Anyway, what that's you impressive. Out? Well, just there's so much Garfield. Like it, it yeah. is just an unbelievable amount of content, and yet so little is said. <laughs> so. <laughs> So little of of consequence of weight, but of quantity, just like unbelievable. So much. You're really upset. You're really upsetting our one fan right now. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a a young man that emails us named Danny Hay, and he's a very big Garfield fan, and he gets upset when we don't give the the strips good ratings. Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Maybe I'll look. Maybe I'll come around. Like I said, I don't really have a lot of Garfield related like memories. I I just know him as as a cultural icon. So you know, maybe I'll develop a new appreciation. I mean, we're amazed when we're entertained by Garfield. It's not like <laughs> it's not well, like we love Garfield. <laughs> well, uh, should we move on to the recap? Uh, we are looking at November 14th, 1978, and uh, Kath, if you would uh, do us a favor and please describe that first panel in as much detail as you like. Okay. Um, I I, I got to say, like, nothing about this panel um, complicates my understanding of Garfield <laughs> so far. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty in line with uh, everything I have just said. Um so, you know, I'll start, I'll, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Marxist, I have to do a materialist analysis of this uh, Garfield strip, so I will start, you know, with the, with the basics. We have like a purplish background, um, a bluish foreground that I believe is a table. Um, John there's is... Been, there's actually been, I'm sorry to interrupt you so early, Kath, but there's been some <laughs> controversy about that, that table lately. And really? what exactly it what? is. Yeah. Yeah. People on the internet are asking, is it, it's because it, it's apparently it's just 
I mean, and we've kind of realized this as we've been reading uh, Lance, but it's just this like one long uh, platform that extends the entire house. And uh, sometimes John is standing in the middle of it and sometimes he's on top of it. And Garfield is always behind it. And But sometimes yeah. Garfield is on top of it too. It's but, just yeah, sort don't... of like another dimensional plane more than it is like a piece of furniture or something, you know? It's yeah. it's just it just adds another dimension for the characters to interact with more than it signifies it just, any kind of object. It makes it easier for Jim Davis to draw, I think. Is <laughs> like yeah, the defining yeah, characteristic I mean, of it. And especially like you know, because the the next thing I'm going to describe is that uh, John is holding a fork over a baking dish of uh, what he is telling us is lasagna. I. <laughs> That it, it it looks like brownies to me, but um, you know he's he is saying it from context clues. I can infer that it is lasagna, um, but yeah. So he like the foreground that piece kind of allows Jim Davis to showcase more of the alleged lasagna. Um, so he has like a green plate next to him. It looks like he's about to take like a piece of the lasagna out of uh, the baking dish, and uh, he's saying out loud. I love lasagna and facing us, facing the viewer and saying this, um, I don't know if it's to us. That's kind of the way it looks. Um, but then Garfield is, is sort of poking his head up uh, above this aforementioned three dimensional plane. And uh, he is thinking, he has thought bubbles that say, so do I. So he is responding to, I guess the statement that John is directing to us uh, that he loves lasagna. Yes. Uh, and it is, it is weird that John is uh, looking directly at us to say, I love lasagna. He's, he's cheating no toward the camera. You know, he's a professional. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also he has one, he's got his hands are in an odd position for lasagna. He has one hand has a fork. <laughs> And the other hand yeah. has nothing in it. Like he's going to scoop it into his hand <laughs> to then put onto the plate. Yeah. And like, I'm assuming this is hot too. And he's kind of just resting it on this like baking <laughs> dish. It's, it is. Yeah. Um, for somebody who, as far as I know, eats lasagna, like every day, <laughs> does not, he does not seem to be like super aware of how you interact with a lasagna as a normal human being. Yeah, he I is, guess I don't know strange. if John does. John eat lasagna every day, Lance. I mean, definitely no, not every day because he has steak more often than lasagna for <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, really? Okay. Typically, he'll have a, a plate that is just one steak, no sides, <laughs> nothing like he's else, a just a giant steak. Yeah, <laughs> that a is interesting mine... because. Oh no! Go ahead. Yeah, yeah like uh, he made this whole tray of lasagna just for himself. We, Lance and I were talking about how I never have lasagna because I'm not going to make a bunch of lasagna for one person. And it's you very labor so intensive. Yeah. I guess it reheats uh, I, well. It does. You can freeze it. Um, yeah. I like, I don't know. The steak on the plate just reminded me a friend of mine. I think it was Dan Sheehan, who's a very funny comedian, was taught. We were talking about the concept of boy dinner, which is what the food that's young single men make for themselves. That's just like a genre, like a steak on a plate is a classic boy dinner. Um <laughs> Anything like a chicken breast marinated only in sriracha is like the classic <laughs> boy dinner. Like that's just, you have like pre-ground black pepper, 
a thing of cumin that's like four years old and then sriracha. And that's what all of your, that's boy dinner seasoning. And I feel like that's like, lasagna really breaks out of the boy dinner paradigm because it is so labor intensive, but like steak on a plate, absolutely. Again, confirming another sort of thing that I know about Garfield is like, Garfield's always like cucking John, right? Like, Uh yeah. So so he's definitely like a, a, cooking for one kind of situation yeah i mean technically he does have a roommate still named lyman that shows up every now and then but it looks like he's not gonna be in this one i don't think doesn't make a cameo well maybe (laughs) i don't think they cook for each other (laughs) yeah that's the question is like maybe lyman is has claimed some of this lasagna you know i don't know we we actually just saw and was it the last trip we looked at lance it was let I think it might have been two strips ago where they, John ate the last of the food in the house. Yeah, Lyman shows up and says, hey, John, what's for dinner? And and John answers back, uh, nothing. I ate, <laughs> I ate all of the food in the house. Uh, I ate yeah. all of the food in the house. Amazing. Um, yeah, that was actually a funny one. Anyway, we should move on to panel two. <laughs> This may be what uh, Nick and I call a Gar first. This is uh, something that wow. regularly happens in a Garfield comic for the first time. Um, and this is Garfield. Uh, he has grabbed the tray of lasagna and wildly threw most of the lasagna into his mouth. His, his mouth is, uh, his head is uh, unhinged. Uh, his mouth is huge. Uh, and he's just flinging the lasagna into his mouth. Some of it, of course, missing him and, and flying and hitting the, the wall behind him. Uh, John looks very surprised. His eyes are huge. Uh, his hands are doing something that I don't understand. <laughs> like he, like he looks like he's pushing a shopping cart. Um, and his fork is flying out of his hand. Uh, and it just says above Garfield, gobble, 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 gobble. Which makes me think maybe there is a turkey somewhere in the next panel. <laughs> right. There might be a turkey underneath it. You can't see what's underneath the table. So there could yeah. be a turkey, be a down, turkey there. down there. We don't know what's going on down there. I think it's it might like be a... two turkeys, actually. Because a turkey is usually gobble gobble. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will say, like, from an illustration standpoint, I do like the... I do like the Garfield, like the way Garfield is drawn in this. It's like a very, it's a very funny shape. Like he has, his mouth is like a big rectangle. And then he has this sort of fan of, that's like the, the animation smear of his uh, paws, like throwing the lasagna into his mouth. And uh, I like it. I have, I actually have a a tattoo of a comic strip. I have a tattoo of um, Nancy. And uh, I feel like I would get a tattoo of Garfield, throwing this lasagna in his mouth. I feel like that would be too. Our uh, our former guest on the show, uh, Joey Clift, uh, did a thing where he actually bought a tray of lasagna from Olive Garden and set up a tarp in his house and ate it (laughs) in this manner. Uh, That's incredible. Um, So yeah, we uh, we should show him this one. Show him this is this is where it all began. Because I do think it is the the first time. time. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time he's eating lasagna in Garfield history? No. Or like this? Like this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this is how he eats Um, lasagna, typically. Yeah. Yeah. We know know from... 
he, he's like a serial murderer escalating his crimes. <laughs> like yeah. he's just getting more and more serious. Okay, should we move on to panel three? Okay, so wow, a lot of text in this in this panel. Uh, John is facing the camera again. He's got, he's got a, a scowl on his face. Uh, he's doing some more weird stuff with his hands. Uh, looks like he's it looks like he's carrying a plate of food, but the plate of food is his dialogue bubble. Uh, and his tray the tray is empty. His plate is empty. Garfield's gone. There's crumbs. Uh, around the the platform <laughs> and are you reading the paint the i haven't read the thing yet okay so I'm, I'm gonna read the john is saying i love cats i wanted a cat so what do i do i i go to the pet store and ask for a cat what do they give me a lasagna with fur and fangs what <laughs> makes no sense it makes no sense this is i again i'm, I'm convinced that Jim Davis will draw a comic and not know how it's going to end. And then he just <laughs> <laughs> paints himself into a corner and it never makes sense. Like the way Stephen King writes the novels, uh, Jim Davis <laughs> took the same uh, concept right. to, to write his comic strips. This is, I mean, credit words do like, this is very funny to me, but <laughs> I only because like, I don't know what was intended by it, but like, to me, this is like, Oh, John is like using, he's like a, a, like a tribal animist or something where he thinks if you eat the food, you become the food. Like he's like right. a cannibal or something. Like he thinks you, you take on the qualities of what you have consumed. And now Garfield eating the lasagna has now become a lasagna, I guess. It's <laughs> just like a window into, into how weird this guy is, I guess. I, I like the beginning of his rant here too. It's very like nineteen uh, seventies uh, mm-hmm. old man, I guess, or stand up comic, maybe a little bit. I, it's I don't very know borscht belt. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Which is weird because Jim Jim Davis, the author of comic strip, he's like uh, like a hick from uh, from Indiana. Yeah, and it's weird. He's assuming this voice of, of this uh, borscht belt comedian, Jewish old Jewish comedian. Maybe he just thinks like that's what jokes sound like. Like if it's <laughs> that's, I think that's, that's how possible. you have to talk if you're like telling a joke. Like that's not an accent. That's like joke dialect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that. A, this is the we we now get more information about Garfield we didn't previously have, which is that he was purchased at a pet store. Um, but John makes it sound like he just went into a pet store and said, "One cat, please." <laughs> Yeah, this is like also clearly from another time because I feel like you don't like feel like John would probably get canceled for admitting that he bought a cat. Yeah, you know? exactly. You. Yeah. You got to adopt. You don't go. <laughs> that also like is extra confusing because it's like Garfield. So Garfield came from a pet store. He was like bred to be a nice certain lasagna. way. And <laughs> a lasagna, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think at that pet store they were like, "Ship, we're out of cats. This guy wants a cat." Uh, <laughs> hey, you know that lasagna in the back? <laughs> and we'll the, tell him the break fur? room lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, should we move on to Gar first? 
I mean, I think we covered it, but yeah. Yeah, so this is the first time Garfield ate lasagna like he eats lasagna. <laughs> okay, let's move on to ratings. <laughs> we rate these uh, on a scale of uh, zero to five trays of lasagna. Okay. It just It's just how much you like it. It doesn't, you know, it, it, it's whatever that means to you. Go with your gut. How do you um, feel you you would rate this? I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a three and a half. I think um, I think it is a it is a little above average of what my understanding of a Garfield comic is because it did make me laugh. I don't know if it if I laugh for the intended reason, but you know, death of the author, like I laughed. <laughs> um, and like I do think it is uh, you know of historic import in the Garfield universe, so I'll give it a, a bump for that as well. So yeah, I'll, I'll go three and a half. Yeah, some yeah, of my favorite good. Garfields uh, are the ones where it's just like inexplicable, and it's funny because it's like, what was he thinking when he did this? <laughs> so I, I kind of, uh, I, I had a similar reaction. Uh, Lance, why don't you go ahead? It seemed like you had something to say. Uh, yeah, I, I was just going to say I, I, I agree, and for all those reasons, would also give it a higher than normal normal score. Um, I don't remember how much we gave Pipe Garfield. I think we gave it a four, which uh, let me to check. Me, that's still the best Garfield there is. Yeah, so that I was have a to four. Compare it. To, okay, so I do have to compare it to Pipe Garfield. I'm going to give it a three. I think um, just because I feel like it's one lasagna lower than a Pipe Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the same reasons, like it's the first of of him eating it, and it and it is funny, even though I don't think that's the intent. <laughs> it's funny for a different reason than Jim Davis thinks. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna kind of split the difference and give it a three point two five because I I did I did enjoy this one, uh, and um, I I definitely I feel like I enjoyed it more than almost all the other ones we've read. So wow, three point two five. Yeah, that's not saying a whole lot. <laughs> but uh, let's move on to ranking. This is where Nick has a spreadsheet that that uh, has all the scores we've ever given any of these uh, Garfields and some and some Heath, Heathcliff comics as well. Uh, Are those and, like your and, bonus and, episodes for like you do a Patreon and then <laughs> if they sign up, they get the Heathcliff episodes? <laughs> no, people don't like, like them. <laughs> Less Heathcliff, more Garfield. This sucks. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> we kind of got tired. I or at least I kind of got tired of looking at Garfield every time. So I so I and I and I like the Heathcliff comic strip. So I was pushing for it. Lance was kind of against it the whole time. Heathcliff well, comes up. It was very... a season three experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Heathcliff comes up surprisingly frequently in my podcast. What a time to be alive! Like it. There's something like very sort of archetypal about. Heathcliff comics you can they just I don't know they're uh I, I feel like they're a surprisingly common reference point for something so dumb <laughs> yeah yeah also very strange as is, is what draws me to very it. strange uh, but anyway I should say it comes in at number 22 which is pretty high for uh for a Garfield um we had we we reviewed. Uh, I think this is the hundred sixty first one. If that puts it in the con, no, hundred sixty sixth strip we reviewed. 
but anyway, that's that about does it for the show. Uh, Kath, thanks so much for joining us. Is there anything you want to tell us about? You already told us about a couple of podcasts. Yeah, uh, um, I have two podcasts. Uh, what a Time to Be Alive comes out every week. Lie, Cheat, and Steal, we do three a month. Um, two of those are Patreon-only bonus episodes. Um, I also just started a Substack, kathbarbadoro.substack.com, uh, if you'd like to sign up for that. It's free. Um, Kath Barbadoro on Twitter. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you so awesome. much for having me. I'm so glad yeah, it was a good for, cartoon this week. Yeah. Yeah. Today. We do. We do. We used to do <laughs> five a day. <laughs> five. We used to do five a week. Now we only do three a week. But yeah. We, uh, thank you for joining us, Kath. And uh, until next time, stay hungry. See you in the funny papers. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Hungry Cat Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your Garfield thoughts, drawings, and feedback to HungryCatDaily at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at HungryCatDaily or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungryCatDaily for full videos of each episode. And until next time, stay hungry. Stay hungry.